TGIF Let's Go Neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling, what you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is by the book. So hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is by the book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Good morning out there, people of Earth and other planets who may be listening to this. In some far future. My name is DC <coughs> C. Matthews at the DC Matthews. should probably drink before you podcast. And welcome to Buy the Book, uh, the Tournament of Nerdiness, Episode 6. We are 402 wrestlers in to a 1,024 wrestler tournament. Uh, miles to go before we sleep, though I did sleep. Uh, I'm always, you know, probably shouldn't do full disclosure uh, when it comes to the recording of these shows. Uh, this is day two. I recorded five episodes yesterday. Uh, it is St. Patrick's Day. Top of the morning to you and the rest of the day to yourself. Um, those of you in the UK can let me know how good my patio furniture accent was. Um, but yeah, it is St. Patrick's Day. You won't be hearing this till possibly even close to April, uh, but I wanted to keep going. I'm having such a good time. I already know this is going to be my piece of positivity for the next time we record DDT Wrestling. <clears throat> There's a little snow outside, which freaked me out when I woke up this morning, uh, but let's get into it. Are you ready? I hope you're ready, because I'm ready. Uh, the Great Muda had, was the last person to advance beating Mo of Men on a Mission, so we enter our next group of 16. I actually went ahead and boxed some of them, but I, I don't like doing it because then I see who some of the names are and it doesn't strike me as such a surprise. I like the authentic reaction of not knowing where the people are going to show up. Uh, but let's begin with Danny Basham of the Basham Brothers versus Michael P.S. Hayes. Um, I got to tell you, every time I see Danny Basham, I think of Danny Birch. And I'm in, I'm filled with, you know, joy because I like Danny Birch. Danny Basham, <clears throat> this was kind of during my lost years. I remember reading in some Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazines that, um, you know, he was known as Damaja, I think was how they pronounced it. But his brother, Doug, not his actual brother, uh, was the machine and had this leather mask sort of thing or hood. Um, I always like Doug better, so I'm going to give the win to Doc Hendricks, Michael Hayes, advancing in our tournament, not using the Jeremy rule. This is a legit thing. <clears throat> Full disclosure, Jeremy just discovered there was a rule. I just told him that he's going to play a part in this show. Even though he's not recording with me, he's going to play a part in this show. So, you know, all the love. All the love. Mad props, as the kids might still say. Next up, Tim Storm. Versus Brian Nobbs of the Nasty Boys. Tim Storm from NWA. 
<clears throat> he's a teacher, so I'm inclined to like him just because of that, just because he's a teacher. A history teacher, uh, if I remember correctly. But I liked the Nasty Boys. I thought that was kind of, as a kid, that was a crazy, you know, kind of gimmick, the whole pit stop and all of that sort of stuff. I liked their feud with um, Harlem Heat and WCW, brawling all over the place. I think Mustard played a role in that. And then Brian Nobbs went on to be, you know, kind of a hardcore uh, wrestler for the WCW there kind of near the end. But Brian Nobbs is really good friends with Hulk Hogan, and you all know how I feel about Hulk Hogan. So I will give Tim Storm the win. He will face Michael Hayes in the second round. Uh, next up, a battle of two cruiserweights. Colby Carino, son of Steve Carino, looks a lot like a cousin of mine, uh, to take on Drake Maverick. I'm sure Colby Carino is great and improved from the days where I watched him in Ring of Honor. But Drake Maverick is great. I don't know where he is. I don't know why Drake Maverick disappeared um, from us. I don't know why he, he went away. Why do all the things we love go away? Uh, to quote John Panette once again. I think I've done that already once in this uh, podcast series. So Drake Maverick gets the win. He should be still around. I don't know. Is he still part of 205 Live? Is you know He's not managing the Authors of Pain anymore. That was a good character. Don't know where he is. Maybe he's become uh, an agent or something like that. He did play a role. He is, I think, world champion in one of the Battle of the Brands, Tyler Breeze versus Xavier Woods. If you're not watching that, comes out every Thursday. I find it entertaining. They now are having the wrestlers kind of cut promos during, you know, they're, they're using a lot of wrestlers in this. So in case you don't know, Battle of the Brands season one was... Um, them playing SmackDown versus Raw. I want to say it was 2006. And, you know, they just played with those characters and did a whole year. Um, one's the GM of Raw, one's the GM of SmackDown. Very good shows. Highly recommended. Go back and watch Battle of the Brand Season 1 if you've got some extra free time. Uh, season 2, they kept some of the wrestlers from that era, but they also. Somebody went ahead and created a bunch of wrestlers. Cesaro, Adam Cole, uh, Breeze, Woods, The Whole New Day, Breezango, um, Zelina Vega, The Iconics. You know, kind of the the unsung heroes, the wrestlers who aren't featured as often on actual WWE programming. Um, and now they're doing you know GM mode with that. And I think that's a very cool idea. It kept it going. I thought they were just going to do the same characters again, which wasn't going to be uh, a whole lot of fun. But this is this is good. And now the wrestlers will cut promos. So, you know, Aiden English wins a match, and you'll cut to a little video of Aiden English cutting a promo for a video game. It's a very cool idea. I didn't think I'd like it at first. Really like it now. My current, or at least as of recording, profile picture is a, a snapshot of Big E from that video because he's just hamming it up something fierce. Um, so, recommendation for you. Uh, Battle of the Brands. Um, Drake Maverick is the world champion in one of those now. Um, so good for him. Next matchup. Uh, Battle of Tag Team Specialists. Pitbull number one versus Jey Uso. Pitbull number one is the guy who looks a little like Rhino. Little like Rhino uh, versus Jey Uso. Um, hmm. 
I like the Usos. You know, the, I, one of them obviously is, has some substance issues. I'm not going to say like serious issues, but he's been arrested for DUI a couple times, so that indicates something. Um, Pitbull number one, decent. I'll go with the Uso here. Um, I don't feel super strongly about it, but I'll, I'll give the Uso the win to take on Drake Maverick in the next round. Uh, next up, Tyler Rex, who every time I think of Tyler Rex, I picture uh, Riddick from the Chronicles of Riddick, where he's hiding on the ice planet, and he's got like the really long hair and the beard. That's always what I think of when I think of Tyler Rex. Not sure I ever watched him in a match, but I know he existed. Uh, versus Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Jimmy Snuka, obviously, getting the win. I could invoke um, the bad guy rule here, where bad guys tend not to win in my tournaments. I will give Jimmy Snuka the win here. At some point, I'm sure that bad guy rule will come to play. Next up, um, <clears throat> Joe Gomez, who I think wrestled in, he was a WCW guy briefly, very briefly, like maybe one or two pay-per-views, uh, taking on Cibernetico, a Mexican wrestler. Showed up when WWE was focusing a lot on Mexican wrestling. Um, I should be getting to that in my uh, quests. I'll give Cibernetico the win. I like that mask a lot. And he'll take on Superfly Snooker in the second round. Next up, ooh, Clash of Styles, Clash of Sizes, Stevie Richards versus Big John Stud. Uh, I'm not going to invoke the Jeremy rule here either. Uh, I think he would feel like Big John Stud should get the win, but I'm going to give it to Stevie Richards. I'm enjoying Stevie Richards. I thought he was super annoying when he was just Raven's mouthpiece and jumping around, kind of like the... I don't remember. Who is Gaston's guy? The guy who Josh Gad played in the movie. Um, you know, he was just kind of his, like, backup, almost the Bill Alfonso. Um, now that he's part of the Fabulous Ones and he's doing stuff with the Blue Meanie, way more enjoyable. Uh, I, I find my happy a lot with Stevie Richards. Stevie Richards gets the win. And then the final matchup from this group of 16, Vampire Warrior takes on Sammy Guevara of AEW. Um, Gangrel has already advanced. I remember seeing... The Vampire Warrior, some like pictures of him, and again, in the PWI magazines, and being fascinated. Uh, vampires, I've kind of always dug in a way, not the Twilight vampires, though there's parts of those movies that I enjoy. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I want to live forever. Maybe it's because I've secretly always kind of wanted to be a goth, and anyone who knows me knows that's so far from what is actually the case. Um, but Vampire Warrior is going to get the win. Uh, saw him in ECW. It was a nice surprise to see him in ECW. Forgot he was part of that for a little bit. Um, he'll take on Stevie Richards in the second round. Moving on to the next group. Scotty 2 Hottie taking on uh, Eastern Championship Wrestling. Um, I'm not going to call him a star, but stalwart. He was there a lot. Tony Stetson, a.k.a. the Broad Street Bully. Um... Uh, no love for Tony Stetson, Scotty Tuhati, a very entertaining character. I love that guys like this, like um, even Just Incredible, you know, he was a he was a jobber. Scott Taylor was a jobber from Maine too. Connection there, um, but he was a jobber for years and years and years. And then I don't know what made them give him this character, pair him up with Brian Christopher and Rikishi, 
but became a star, became a big star, the worm and all of that stuff. Um, and good for him. You know, when you're, when you're a jobber and you're losing, you know, you dream that maybe one day you'll get to be the star. And for most people that never happens, or it's like a Barry Horowitz thing. It's a flash in the pla- the pan sort of thing. Um, but respect to, uh, Scotty to next up, uh, Jim powers versus headhunter number two. I don't believe headhunter one got the win last time. Um, but Jim powers is just bad. So headhunter two will get the win this time and we'll take on Scotty too hottie. Um, Jim powers is uh, just a guy with muscles and a knee lift. Um, and the less said about him, the better. But Headhunter 2, I'm going to assume he's the one that always does the moonsaults. Those are good moonsaults for a big guy. Headhunters, look them up if you get the chance. Uh, Mr. JL, that's Jerry Lynn in a purple mask. Um, I don't think they ever claimed he was a, like a Mexican luchador, but he was kind of filling that role, kind of like a Blitzkrieg sort of thing. Uh, taking on the genius, I mean, come on. It's the genius. He wore a mortar, like he had the cap and gown and recited poetry. Oh, the genius was a great character. The genius advances. Next up, Blackjack Mulligan taking on Matt Stryker. I mentioned with Tim Storm, I am inclined to like the teachers, but Blackjack Mulligan with the glove and being the Blackjacks and um, the father of, I believe, Barry Windham. And so that way, the grandfather of Bray Wyatt, Bo Dallas, you know, father-in-law for uh, Erwin R. Scheister, Mike Rotunda. So just for the legacy alone, we'll give the win to Blackjack Mulligan. Although it should be said that the genius and Matt Stryker would be a fantastic feud. That would be fun. But that's not how I'm making decisions with this. But that would be good. There would be a better story if Matt Stryker won, but I am giving Blackjack Mulligan the win just for lineage. Uh, another old school wrestler, Mad Dog Vashon, father, uncle of Luna. There's a relation there. Uh, part of the Vashon family taking on uh, the Pope, D'Angelo Nero. I'm sorry, Mad Dog, but Pope's got to stick together. I am the Pope of positivity. He is the Pope of whatever he is the Pope of. Um, so I'm going to give D'Angelo Nero the win here in the tournament of nerdiness. Hayabusa, Japanese legend, um, Avatar is based on him, you know, did a lot of super high-flying moves that are uh, fairly, mon- I won't say they're mundane, but they're fairly common now, not so back in the 90s, uh, taking on Rob Conway. I'm sorry, Hayabusa. Uh, you were habanero in the WCW versus the World video game, and you were one of my favorite wrestlers to play as. Because you did all the cool move, aerial moves. But Rob Conway is going to go very far in this tournament just because of the theme song. Uh, I'm not going to play it for you right now. You know which one it is. We've played it on this podcast channel many times before. One of the great theme songs of all time. Um, the Rob Conway Just Look At Me theme. If you don't know what I'm talking about, shame. Go look it up. Well worth your time. Uh, continuing with our tournament, Tucker of Heavy Machinery, uh, taking on Paul Ellering. You know, I remember Tucker Knight teaming with Bull Dempsey way back when and being like, you are holding down a star. 
Bull Dempsey was uh, the star of that duo, of course. And I was just kind of meh about Tucker Knight. Um, he is also in a tag team with a star. Otis, yes, obviously, clearly the, the personality, the lifeblood of Heavy Machinery. But Tucker's pretty good. Um, the fact that I've, I've kind of picked up on his amateur credentials helps a lot. And uh, Elimination Chamber, he did real well in that match. Uh, Paul Ellering, great manager. What I've seen from him as a wrestler, he's just trying to be superstar Billy Graham, Jesse Ventura. He's that kind of wrestler. Uh, I have no need for that, so I will give Tucker the win in my tournament. Maybe the Jeremy roll would apply. So far, nothing that screams out Jeremy rule yet, but we've got time. We're still only about halfway through this episode, so we'll, we'll see where we go. Next up, Simon Dean, Nova, playing the, uh, you know, the, the workout Ron, not Ron Simmons, Richard Simmons, but not flamboyant. Uh, I don't know who the, the version would be, but he was kind of a Richard Simmons workout kind of character. He would have fit in well in the 90s, but he was in the aughts at some point. Taking on the original Tiger Mask, I don't have a lot of knowledge of the original Tiger Mask in terms of actually watching his matches, but he is one of the great masked wrestlers of all time. So just again, purely based on his his legacy, his history, and the fact that I'm I liked Nova. I like Simon Dean, but not I'm not like in love with Simon Dean. Though the Segway. He did come out on a Segway. That makes me tempted to give it to him just for that entrance, but I will give it to Tiger Mask. All right. Next up, a new group of 16 here. Um, Japanese wrestler Hiroshi Hase, I think. It's not Hase. I always used to say Hase, but that would not be how Japanese would pronounce it. So I'm going to say it's Hase, Hiroshi Hase, uh, taking on Jean-Pierre Lafitte. Pirates always win. Pirates always win. Jean-Pierre Lafitte advances without question. Next up, <laughs> Jeremy, it's here. It's here. Your time has come. I'm not even going to need to use your rule for it. That's how lucky you are. Your rule will come into play in the second round, though. Let's just get through the first round first. Uh, Luke Gallows of the OC is taking on hot stuff, Eddie Gilbert. And come on. Eddie Gilbert, I don't have a lot. I should know way more about Eddie Gilbert, but fantastic wrestler, fantastic heel. Uh, Eddie Gilbert gets the win without invoking the Jeremy rule. Um, but I will say, Jeremy, we're going to test the limits of your rule in round two because he's going to wrestle Jean-Pierre Lafitte, and I just told you that pirates always win. So... We're going to have to figure that out. Down the road, many episodes down the road when we get to uh, the second round of this tournament. Because if we do a consolation bracket, oh, <laughs> it's going to take a while. Um, but Jean-Pierre Lafitte versus Eddie Gilbert. I know what my heart says. And my heart is not going to agree with you. And maybe other people as well. So we'll see. If I get enough feedback saying it has to be Eddie Gilbert, we'll, we'll talk about it. All right, next up. Oh, speaking of fantastic gimmicks, uh, hole-in-one Barry Darso, the wrestling golfer, taking on Juice Robinson, <clears throat> New Japan. I, I think it's fantastic that the former C.J. Parker, who's also in this draft somewhere, um, has made a successful run 
in New Japan as Juice Robinson. But it's a golfer. I'm sorry, Juice. But you don't have the juice here. Hole-in-one Barry Darso advancing to the second round. <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, again, there are certain careers that always are going to win. Um, pirates. Uh, golfers. Dentists. Not Britt Baker. That would actually, She would actually uh, break the rule because um, she could be paired against a shrub, and I would probably vote for the shrub. No disrespect to Adam Cole. I'm sure she's a lovely person. <clears throat> but everything I've seen about Britt Baker is terrible. Hot take. Uh, Isaac Yankum, DDS, taking on Scott Putzky. Uh, the less said about Scott Putzky, the better. I'd rather watch Jim Powers if that's telling you something. Um, round two. This bracket, you've got a pirate, you've got Eddie Gilbert, you've got a golfer, and you've got a dentist. This might be my favorite group of 16 of them all so far. And we're only halfway done. Let's see what else. <laughs> Let's see what else we get. Here we go. Continuing. Uh, Demoli- no, not Demolition X. He's coming up. Uh, Tenru of Japan. Um, I don't remember his first name, but Tenru, again, showed up in WWE quite a few times. But he has taken on the boss of WWE, not Sasha Banks, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Mr. McMahon in here with the dentist and the golfer and the pirate and advancing to the second round against Tenru. Now, more tag team specialists. Demolition Axe, Devon Dudley. That's tough. I liked Demolition a lot. Um, When you're not when you're watching Coliseum Video as a kid and you have no real exposure to the NWA, so you don't know who the Road Warriors are, Demolition is crazy um, with the get-up and the great theme song. Um, so Demolition is the first team like that that I really saw. Then I started to learn about the Road Warriors and watch A Legion of Doom and figured out, oh, Demolition is kind of a knockoff on LOD. But Demolition... Soft spot in the heart to me. Uh, but then again, Devon Dudley and the Dudleys. I actually don't, now that I'm saying it, I don't have as soft a spot in my heart for the Dudleys. Maybe as I watch ECW, I will. Fun fact, um, I'm watching an ECW episode. The very next ECW, the thumbnail on WWE Network is Devon Dudley. So this might, I might wind up changing my mind down the road. Not that I'll be able to do anything about it. But I'm going to give it to Axe because I want to watch Axe. Uh, wrestle Vince McMahon. Although Vince McMahon versus Devon would also be good. Let's keep going. Uh, fantastic matchup here. Abyss taking on David Arquette. I think it's great that David Arquette wrestled because he was obviously a passionate fan. I have seen Ready to Rumble. I don't remember liking it. And I love that David Arquette still wrestles. He has no need to. He's doing it purely out of passion. Uh, but Abyss is a fantastic character. So Abyss gets the win. And then the final matchup of this bracket, uh, Joel Maximo of the Spanish announce team, or Joel Maximo, uh, taking on the Texas Tornado. No question, Texas Tornado gets the win, setting up a match with Abyss. Uh, we have time for one more bracket. Am I going to not need the, the, the Jeremy rule in this episode? 
My goodness, the names in this bracket. Let me tell you, some big names in this bracket. Proof that this is all random. I would not have had this many top-tier names, but we're ending on a high note here. Uh, not this particular one, although another battle of tag team specialists, Jay Briscoe versus Dash Wilder of the Revival. Um, I like Jay Briscoe. I like Dash Wilder. Dash Wilder is not my favorite part of the Revival. Jay Briscoe is not my favorite part of the Briscoe Brothers. So, I'm going to give it to Dash Wilder, because the Revival is in my top tag teams of all time. The Briscoes are not. Uh, next up, Evil from um, New Japan. I think part of LIJ, I want to say. Uh, taking on Chris Sabin of the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, I like Chris Sab- I like them both. I do. I like Evil. I like the entrance with the big, giant scythe sort of thing. Uh, but Chris Sabin's real good. Chris Sabin versus Dash Wilder in the second round. Um, in one of the most one-sided matchups we've had so far, Bruce Hart of the Hart family is taking on the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. Nothing no more needs to be said except Sabin Daniels round two. Oh, baby, baby. Uh, now here come the crazy names. Serious crazy names. Are you ready? Buckle up. Shawn Michaels versus Abdullah the Butcher. I'm going to give it to Shawn Michaels. I, again, I don't think Jeremy's going to feel maybe he'd give it to Abdullah. Um, but the Jeremy role is going to come into play in the next matchup because the next matchup is Terry Funk versus Jinder Mahal. This hurts because I want to give it to Jinder because I love Jinder Mahal. But Jeremy will drive up from Louisiana, find where I live, and hurt me. He'll put me in the spinning toehold if I don't give it to Terry Funk. So I am enacting the Jeremy rule. I am sorry, Jinder. I'm hindering Jinder. Well, actually, Jeremy is hindering Jinder. I'm trying to love Jinder, as I always do. I'm a Mahalomaniac. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Terry Funk advances, taking on um, Shawn Michaels in the first round. Oh, oh no, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I miss, I misspoke about the second round. Dash Wilder's going to take on Chris Sabin. Daniels is going to take on Shawn Michaels. Oh, if only. Uh, let's keep this going. Spirit Squad, Kenny, taking on the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Sorry, Kenny. You were uh, one of the two talented members of the Spirit Squad, the other being Dolph Ziggler, of course. But even when I watched the Spirit Squad, I didn't notice Dolph Ziggler. Kenny was the guy. Kenny was the guy. I was like, you're going to be a big star. And then he wasn't. Uh, Dusty Rhodes to take on Terry Funk. Wow. What a second round it's going to be. Uh, Deacon Batista taking on Crash Holly. Uh, I like Deacon Batista. I love me some Crash Holly. So Crash Holly advances. And in a match that everyone would love to see, Owen Hart takes on CM Punk. Clearly, we know who's going to win. You might think differently. I want you to think about it. I hope, I hope, I hope that as you're, you're listening to these episodes, my ones and ones of fans, as you're listening to these episodes, I hope that you comment um, whether it's in the Bestie Chat, through email, uh, on Twitter, you know, let me know what you think. Where did I go wrong? Where did I go right? What matchups would you really like to see? Owen Hart versus CM Punk would be fantastic. And in my book, Owen Hart wins 150% of the time. Uh, 
we didn't make it that far in this in this episode. Um, we only made it a uh, sixty names or so, uh, probably because I decided to uh, teach you about Battle of the Brands for some reason. Um, partially because I was going back and forth on the Jeremy rule, I guess. Um, a little slower. You know, we were we were doing well. We were making about 100 names, close to about 100 names an episode. Uh, we slowed up. I will try to rectify that in the next episode. We'll do, I don't know if I'll do a speed round, but I will try to keep moving and grooving because this, this has got to end eventually. Um, or does it? Maybe I'll just record a year's worth of podcasts while social distancing. I've heard of worse ideas. Uh, the best idea is that you are here with me, sharing this moment, sharing this tournament, sharing the nerdiness that we all love. Uh, thanks for joining us on this chapter of By the Book. But this chapter is coming to a close. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, until we meet again on the road of life. There are passengers and there are drivers. Drivers wanted. That's a commercial, but I don't remember which car it's for. Uh, I'll see you on the next chapter of By the Book. <laughs>